Well, Rob, we are lucky to even be recording today because I have had a long tale of woe with Comcast and my internet service. Uh, you want know to just be, I, I consider myself lucky anytime I get to record with you, but you know, <laughs> yeah, well, particularly today, <laughs> particularly today, because up until today, it, I very often would be stuck with a period of time during the day that was like, I don't know, two to three hours long and with my cable modem rebooting every five to 10 minutes. And when it reboots, it knocks the connection offline. And it's really hard to have a Skype call when you don't have a constant connection to the internet. And that is also very problematic when you record multiple podcasts and especially problematic when you're trying to deal with probably the busiest year, uh, very busiest week of the entire year at Mac Stories, which was last week when Federico's review came out, which, um, you know, believe it or not, Federico puts all the words on the page, but there's a lot of other stuff that goes on around that that involves me and other, pe- <laughs> and other people. So everybody ends up busy when Federico's busy on that. And not having a good connection to the internet was driving me crazy and also very difficult. So I was lucky enough that T-Mobile did this thing. I don't even know what the, what the promotion is called anymore. But they basically gave me, they were, they were offering an LTE hotspot for free with 30 gigabytes of data uh, for 30 days and no strings attached. So you just fill out a form on the web. They send you the hotspot. You have to, you've got 30 gigs or 30 days, whichever comes up first and you're set. And then the, you know, the, the hope is then that you'll sign up for actually uh, ongoing service, which I haven't done, but I had this, this hotspot. And so I spent an awful lot of time the last week and a half to two weeks running off of that, including recording an episode of App Stories that way and doing a bunch of writing and a bunch of other things throughout the week. So yeah, it, was, it wasn't great, but I'm glad T-Mobile kind of coincidentally came through for me so I didn't completely blow out my data for my, on my, you know, my AT&T plan, which is what I have my phone and iPad on. So I, I survived the month under my caps and with data despair, and now I've got, I think, a solid connection to the Internet once again. Nice, yeah. Um, yeah. Not sponsored by T-Mobile. But. No, no, no. And you know what? I, I figure though, you know, if this deal's still going on, I would suggest it to anybody because you get this free hotspot, and you know, it doesn't hurt to have one of those things as a backup. Because what I can do with it is, next time I'm traveling in Europe, I can pick up a SIM and drop it in there, and and use use it for local data. Or if I have a month where I'm traveling in the U.S. even a lot and think I'll maybe blow through my AT&T data, I can just pick up, you know, 10 or 20 gigs for a particular month and use the hotspot. So, yeah, I think it's a, you know, it's it's a nice thing to have. I'm constantly, I'm, I've become very paranoid about my connection to the Internet, and so I have many different ways to stay connected. Uh, and now T-Mobile has joined the, joined the club as one of, my, one of my backup solutions. Well, I mean, Internet is fairly important for you to be able to do your job. Um, yes, it pretty so much is my job. <laughs> it's understandable you'd want a bunch of different options. Um, those dongle, you know, the, the sort of little dongles that you get, oh, it gives you data. Like, those seem to be really popular maybe like five, ten years ago in the UK, and then they sort of disappeared, and now they seem to be coming back again. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure why. Which is kind of weird, because you'd expect, you know, you would have expected at this point that Wi-Fi would be, you know, way better and, and sort of kind of everywhere. But I, I guess maybe it's not, because I sort of keep seeing adverts for this kind of stuff. 
Yeah, it, it was kind of the same way in the U.S., I think, where they were very popular for a while and then died off and, and have made a comeback. And, and what I've found is, you know, I'll sometimes go into a coffee shop where I know they have Wi-Fi, and for whatever reason, it's just not working. And if I have this in my bag, it is kind of a nice, you know, fallback if you need that kind of thing. So that's been pretty handy to have. I, You know, the thing that was most frustrating about the rebooting of the modem was that because my Wi-Fi network was still up, it looked like I had a connection. Like when I looked in the, you know, in the menu bar on my Mac or whatever, it looked like I had a connection, but then I'd be doing something and just something wouldn't load. And it's because it had just started rebooting and kicked, kicked me off the, uh, the network. I got to be such a pest with Comcast. They love me now because Comcast, <laughs> I, I raged at them in DMs yesterday for like hours. I mean, back and forth about this. I've had two techs and a crew with a bucket truck out to my house. And through this all, I have had every piece of uh, cable replaced from the house out to their little you know, post in the back of the lot, uh, as well as the internals of the post mostly replaced all within the last 10 days because I was not going to I was not going to take anything other than perfect internet access, you know, for for an answer. So, absolutely, well, you know, you got all the all the stuff replaced. It's hopefully should be fine now. I hope so. I hope so. It's, and at the end, I'll probably find out. Oh well, I guess it was my modem was just no good. So now I have to get a new modem. You're right. You just got like a faulty socket or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll see how it goes. But uh, that was my that was my tale from what is one of the more stressful weeks of the year. So um, we're most of that's behind us, except for the fact that Catalina is still coming out sometime in October, and that's my big review that I write. So it's mostly finished. It's almost The first draft's mostly finished, at least. But, uh, you know, October could be me next Tuesday, so i got to kind of work on that a little bit more in the next few days. Yeah, I really... I mean, this leads me on nicely to the next thing on our list. I'm really <laughs> hoping Catalina comes soon. Um, yeah. Firstly, because I've upgraded my reminders because you know I wanted the new features, and I just felt like I was accidentally going to hit it at some point. Um, the firstly, the, the upgrade button. This is in reminders on iOS 13. Right. You press that upgrade button. It says, "Oh, we'll upgrade your reminders to the new format," and then all of them disappear. <laughs> and every yeah. single reminder, you've just got blank reminders, and I was sat there and ingested it at the same time. And it's the only sort of to-do management that me and Jess use. And we both press the button and we're like, oh, right, all of our reminders are gone. You know, and this is, <laughs> you know, we have shared lists for, like, the wedding and for just for general house stuff, you know, like taking out the trash. And, sure. And, you know, doing various house things, shopping lists. You know, we've got our own stuff in there. All of it just disappeared. There like 20 minutes for all of it to come back. It would come back, like, one reminder at a time. Wow. Um and I ha- now have this issue where I have a phantom reminder that comes up on my watch every single day. It doesn't show on my phone, so it notifies me on my watch, but it's not in Notification Center on my phone. And this reminder doesn't exist anywhere in any of my lists. Um, I don't really uh, know what to do about it. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure there's much you can do. I I have the same thing for most of the summer. And I... Mine actually got worse because they were repeating reminders. And every time the Phantom would would come up, it would add to the list. So every day at that time, 
I would get the same reminder plus the one from the day before, and it would snowball. So there at seven, p- I had a few that were set up for like seven p.m. things to do in the evening, and before too long, I was getting like thirty or forty notifications on the dot at seven p.m. every day, and it was driving me bonkers. And I don't know how it got fixed. I did get, I did file. I filed a bug report. I'm not even going to call it a radar because they aren't that anymore. They're feedback. I filed my feedback, and it went away, but I don't know why it went away and if it went away just for me or if it went away for uh, for everybody. Obviously not if you've got it. Uh, I know talking to Stephen Hackett, he's had some terrible problems. He was troubleshooting a shared list with his wife, and eventually he got that, that uh, list to sync and to work on both their phones but then in the process of turning toggling reminders off and then on again on his phone he wiped out everything else in his reminders yeah this is what what i've now done is taking i've basically just took a screenshot of every reminder that i've got that's sort of you know further than like a week away right um because like i say because there's stuff in there that's a repeating or you know, very specific days to remember this thing for this meeting or, you know, remember that thing. So I've taken some screenshots so that if anything else goes wrong, at least I've got a copy of it. Um, right. But this this reminders thing, like, you you know, I, I know it was only four days in the end, you know, it was from or whatever it was, Thursday to, to Monday between 13 and 13.1. Um, but we're still sat here with no date for Catalina at all. Right. Um, which... Which for me, because I'm on my my Mac most of the day, like that's kind of important. Like that's where I really want to be doing reminders and stuff like that. Um, the fact that there's just no date for it yet, it's just oh, it's October sometime. So as you say, it's it's sometime between sort of the beginning of next week and a month's time. Right, which is a pretty it's a pretty big window, obviously. And I will say that I kind my bet is that it's going to be sooner rather than later and the reason for that is is because they moved up 13-1 and my guess is that part of the the urgency of moving that up was to try to get all devices on the same platform for things like reminders even if it maybe I guess is still kind of broken um and that's a problem with the Mac too. Plus, you've got Arcade, which is advertised as being available on the Mac. And who knows? You know, people started their 30 day free trial. By the time the free trial is over, they may still not have any games on the Mac. Not that the Mac is very good for any games, but still, it's, a, it's part of what the service is supposed to be for. So I kind of feel like it's going to be soon. And I'll add to that that the beta, beta 9, which came out yesterday, is. A market improvement over any of the previous ones because I was having still quite a lot of bugs with beta 8 and I have not noticed as many with beta 9 so it might be getting closer I don't know um, I've been living on Catalina now for at least a month uh, it's been a little rough here and there but it's not too bad I mean I haven't gone back into probably the worst app for me has been books and the only reason I I don't really read books on my Mac very much but when we were doing Federico's iOS review for the club, we do an ebook. And so I do end up generating a bunch of ebooks as tests and looking through them. And that app was just so broken. And also, not, it also just kind of like has had the audiobooks bolted onto it without a lot of thought, I don't think. 
So it's it's not a great app. Um, I will tell you too that if you have a even you have a very recent fully spec Mac Mini, if you open thirty copies of a four hundred megabyte EPUB file, it starts bringing the system to its knees. Uh, that's that's good to know. Yeah, because <laughs> I did I did that about a week ago. <laughs> I didn't realize that I had opened all thirty copies, and then so I had to delete a bunch of the extras. But uh, yeah, it's. It uh, it was taking up a lot of memory, I think. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll make a note of that in case I ever think about doing. It. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, the Apple Arcade thing is is kind of weird, as you say. I didn't really care about playing games on my Mac, but it, as you say, like that is part of the service they're claiming to offer. Um, right. You know, I know it's only a few days, and the, in the grand scheme of things, these aren't massive problems. But the service is very incomplete right now. You know, it, it's you, you. We've only just had you know the iPad and Apple TV was what Monday, or or yesterday actually Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Um, and yeah, the Mac's just kind of still sitting here, and I'm like, and do I really want to upgrade straight away? I probably don't because I need to do my job on this laptop. Yeah, um, there are things that happen. Like I, you know, like when I use Logic on Catalina, it's a disaster because usually when I would draw drag a half an hour sound file into Logic. It would take, I don't know, three, maybe four seconds to kind of load into the UI. Now a 30-minute sound file will take probably 15 minutes to load into the UI. So if you're having, if you have, you know, if I'm editing a conversation between me and Federico, that's each of us have a one-hour sound file, that's gonna, it's going to take me an hour just to get to the point where I can start editing it which is ridiculous. And I'm not sure what's going on there. I don't know. And that's part of the promise of this stuff is that you don't know whether these bugs, especially with when you're talking about things like reminders, you don't know whether the software is broken or whether iCloud's broken or where these bugs are coming from because there's so many weird edge cases and things that happen that, you know, and some of my stuff I'm sure got messed up over the summer when I was in iOS 13. And it's still kind of like legacy bugs that my, my, I think my iCloud is somehow fundamentally screwed up because I have like a spreadsheet that's not syncing and I, I had a whole bunch of my shortcuts ended up with duplicates that were conflicted copies with no data in the variables. So I basically had to start my entire library of shortcuts over again from scratch. That was another thing that happened last week. I was not a happy person by the end of the week. <laughs> yeah, it's, the iCloud stuff just makes it very difficult because there's no there's no real source of tr- I know I know it exists in iCloud and but all you can really do with that data especially for something like reminders or notes is you kind of just either you deal with it or you just nuke the whole lot and start again right um, it's which just is black certainly box. my plan for eventually I'm probably just going to have to do this to fix this phantom notification because I don't need to be reminded of something that I didn't even know what the reminder was for at this point. I think um, mine finally just went away when I updated to a subsequent beta. And, you know, that's the problem, too, with iCloud. It's like just because that's the way it resolved itself with me doesn't mean that that'll work for you, especially since you're having the issue now and I had it back in July. Right, exactly. You know, I deliberately avoided the betas and didn't install. I had it on my iPad, but that doesn't really count because I don't use it very much. Um but, you know, I deliberately avoided this stuff, waited for release, and then, you know, it's all kind of gone really badly. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. I, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. It's just these annoying little things. Yeah, no, there's no doubt that there are a lot of little little paper cuts all over these operating systems. And it's 
And I, to some degree, I get used to them. Like, I'm very tolerant of them during the summer because they're meant to be that way. They are, in fact, betas. So you can only complain so much because you're doing it to yourself. But once these things get released, you know, they ought to work. And, you know, sure, there's going to be bugs, but they ought to, for the most part, work. And I just do know that a lot of people are still having issues, which is too bad. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll see. I guess we'll see how it goes when Catalina comes out. You know, um, and speaking of arcade, are you signed up for arcade? Have you Are you doing the trial? Uh, no, I'm not doing the trial yet. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not doing the trial yet because I was waiting for the TV to update. Oh, it um, did. It did so yesterday. Actually, right, which I did update. Um, oh, and actually, the TV app now doesn't show you what you want to watch next in the big banner thing at the top on the home screen. Oh, no, you get adverts now. Great. <laughs> That's brilliant. I keep getting a trailer for some Minions thing. Uh-huh. Um you know, of course, why would I want to see the stuff that I've been previously watching? I no, it's fine. I haven't wa- but, I haven't really used it much, but I did fiddle around with it a little bit. I do like that control center thing that you can open up. I think if I remember right, you long press the TV button and it slides that is correct. Slides out from the side and you can switch users, control, like I think the sound source and a few other things. Uh, it that's kind of nice. I haven't played any games on it yet. Uh, I am kind of looking forward to doing that, though. I mean, you know, I've got... I really like playing games on the iPad Pro, though, with a controller. It's a great experience. It's like having mm. a, it's like having a, a massive Switch. Yeah, it's slightly less portable, maybe. Can't fit that in your pocket. <laughs> Although, no, you can't fit you can't. a Switch in your pocket either, so... No, not unless you have very big pockets. Um, but, yeah, I mean, now I've updated. Um, you know, I'll grab a PS4 controller, get I would... that paired, and, and, you know give it a go at some point i think i because it's only 30 day trial i kind of want to make sure i'm ready yeah you know, I, I don't want to just sign up willy-nilly i want to sign up when i'm ready to play right. um and i know that there's a couple of the games that aren't on the tv yet which are coming um, yeah that, so they're on the phone and the ipad but they're not they haven't got the tv versions yet but apparently those are coming so yes i actually went through and counted and I think as of when I looked yesterday, and it's constant, it's kind of a moving target, but there were roughly 71, 72 games in Apple Arcade, and 65 of them were on the TV, which I was pretty impressed with. Uh, I'm, I, I'm going off of Killer Cow's list. You know who Killer Cow is on, uh, yeah. on Twitter? Because Killer Cow used to be a reporter at Pocket Gamer and maybe Touch Arcade and has a Airtable list of everything that's on on Apple Arcade cuz it's really it's really not that easy to navigate. I think they're still figuring out the UI of that store tab because yesterday all the editorial content had disappeared, today it's back. Uh they have categories and big banners for certain games, but a lot of games are buried under the show all button at the very bottom of the of the screen. And then, and from there, they're at least now they're supposedly in chronological order, and they have like dates for when they were released. But as I think Benjamin Mayo at Nine to Five pointed out on Twitter this morning, the ones that were listed for like t- as having been released today and yesterday and the day before were all released on the first day. So it it's not it's it's all very strange and inconsistent and weird. But uh, but the games themselves are really good. There's a really nice variety and there's a lot of really solid games on there. I just haven't had the time to sit down and play them 
much. I'm going to actually spend a few hours tonight playing games for my job because we're going to talk, sure. we're going to talk about <laughs> Apple Arcade on App Stories, and that's my way of forcing myself to play games. Why don't we do a show about Apple Arcade and tell people about our favorite games? Well, you're going to have to play a f- at least a, a few of them to pick out the ones you want. I have at least, I think I've downloaded like 14 games on my iPad. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably, I might give it a go this weekend if I get time. Um, but like I say, I want to sign up and then at least have a couple of hours to kind of dig around and try out a bunch of different games. So. Yeah, exactly. I think Mike Mike told me that he downloaded 45 games. I said, you do know that you say, you're telling me you downloaded 45 games the first day and there were only like 53 games on the service the first day. Did you really download all but like five games? And he said, yes. <laughs> Yeah, Mike is a bit of a fiend when it comes to the mobile games. <laughs> I guess so, especially, you know, tell him that they're all, you know, all you can eat games and he just like downloaded the whole raft of them basically. There's only a couple that he left out. Yeah, absolutely. Well, talking talking of games, um uh-huh. quote unquote proper games, AAA games, proper whatever games, you want to call. Yes. Proper games is terrible. That's a terrible way. You, you get console <laughs> games, you know, the yeah. bigger budget, I guess. Um so The Last of Us 2 has got a new trailer, which I haven't watched because I still haven't played the first one. Mm, I haven't <laughs> watched the trailer yet either. I, I, I've been meaning to, but I probably will in the next couple of days because I don't think I'm going to get around to playing it anytime soon. And I have not played the first game either myself. Yeah, so and the first game is going to be free on PlayStation Plus next week um, or next month, which of course it is because I bought a physical copy about three or four weeks ago. Um but yeah, the release date for this, I think it's like February second or something, and they've, you know, they've announced the standard edition and the, I don't know, the middle edition and then the collector's edition that comes with a really nice statue, oh, and steelbook, okay. and badges and stuff like that. I haven't even played the first one. I'm already looking at the collector's <laughs> edition. I'm like, oh, well, I could probably buy that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm maybe going to try and play the first one at some <laughs> point. Um, to you know, and then I can convince myself that I need the collector's edition. Did they even show that game off again at E3 this year? I don't think they did that I remember. Maybe I missed it. Uh, I think there might have. Was it this year or was it last year? It was the year before that that they, I think it was the year before where Mm. it it made the big splash and everybody got excited about it. I'm pretty sure that was 2018. Oh, yeah, of course, because Sony weren't at E3 this year because they skipped Ah, it. Ah, right, right, right. Exactly. Which is why we didn't see anything. That explains it. All right. Yeah. So that's why there's a trailer now. So I should watch it because it's been more than a year now since I heard anything about this game. I, I thought that original trailer looked fantastic. I thought it looked like a great game. But, you know, I've got all these arcade games. Plus, uh, I did start playing Link's Awakening over the weekend. And that game is a whole lot of fun. I really like it a lot. Um, they yeah, have, it looks amazing. They um, have it's a really, on, Again, it's on my list to buy. Yeah. They have a really good collector's edition there. I'll tell you. Federico sent me some pictures from the art book that was that came with it, and it, and it's pretty neat, pretty nice, you know, evolution of what Link was animated to look like and that kind of stuff. If you if you're interested in kind of the making oh, of type information, I am. I saw it and I did. I didn't <laughs> order it because I was like, you know, it was like whatever it was, seventy or eighty pounds, um, and I thought, no, I'll wait. And of course, now it's going to be one of those things that's probably sold out forever. Um, so I, I try not to think too much about whether it's available or not. But right. um, I, you know, I might get lucky because I, for this kind of stuff, I try and tend to keep an eye on eBay, uh, Facebook Marketplace, places like that. People will get rid of this stuff fairly quickly. Yeah, um, that's true. Because people sort of buy these collector's editions and then regret them immediately. There, I just sent you the uh, excerpt from the book. 
that Federico sent me. Um, yeah, I ordered some of those SNES controllers that uh, that Nintendo's offering with the new, you know, the, all the <laughs> the SNES games that were that were announced as part of sure. the online thing. Yeah, I got those for Christmas gifts for my kids, and one for me, of course. Of course. Well, yeah, it'd be rude not to. Yeah, exactly. Got to have a family of them so everybody can play. Yeah, absolutely. Those are some so, good games uh, on the uh, SNES online thing now. Played some of those too. Yeah, do you know what? I haven't looked at any of those yet. Oh, there's. Um, I kind of saw the announcement, but I've been so busy, I just haven't had a chance to to take a look. Oh, at them. they've got a lot of good stuff in there. Like you know, they've got some Zelda stuff and Super Metroid, and I don't know. I know Mario Kart, and there's just a lot of a lot of good games. I I was playing those because though that that whole thing was easier to download when my internet was going in and out than Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening took nearly two hours to download because I, when when the switch when a download gets interrupted, it just pauses indefinitely. It doesn't pick back up once you get a new connection. So you have to go in and uh, physically restart it. Thanks, Nintendo. <laughs> so if you in if you don't know that time, you could have had a, an Amazon delivery driver. I know because <laughs> if you don't if you don't notice that it's been paused, you know you're playing another game. You have to come out of the game. You're like, oh, it's paused again. Hit it again. Get another, you know, five percent pause. It was terrible, but I eventually got it and played for a little bit. Nice, cool. Well, so uh, it was nice to get back to some games because we haven't done that for a while. No, we nice. haven't. It's been a bit quiet in terms of games because. You know, I think everything's kind of winding down now. Like this, Last of Us Two comes on two discs, um, which tells me two things: one, you know, they're pushing the PS4 to the limit, yep. And two, we're a hundred percent getting a remaster of this on the PS5. Yeah, I would think so. I hope so. Maybe that. Maybe it'll probably take that long for me to get to it. So that's fine with me. Yeah, I have been thinking that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to try and get the first one out. <laughs> see if I actually want to play the second yeah, one straight away, put it, which put I probably it, will. Yeah, put it a little further down the list, and then maybe you can just luck out and do it on a PS5. Yeah, well, I had a copy of Last of Us on PS3 and never played it. Um, so <laughs> There you go. So I've gone from the PS3 to the PS4, and I still haven't played it, and we're basically at the point where there's going to be a PS5 sequel. So wow. who knows? But uh, cool. Well, should we uh, wrap it up for this week? Sounds good. Right, well, we will be back presume we'll probably be back in a couple of weeks unless there's any problems and uh yeah we'll speak to you soon okay talk to you later rob